0: Welcome to Look over the podcast, as always, I am your host abdullah and today I'm joined by Courtney I am joined with Courtney Lynn. How are you doing Courtney?
1: I am great. thanks so much for having me today
0: so uh first question is the obvious one. How did you get started?
1: <laughs> sure um well, I have a background in an on camera um and i I always had thought about doing voiceover, but it seemed a little overwhelming at the time because on-camera acting is already, you know, so much work. Um, But I I was on set one day and I mentioned voiceover and the DP on set was like, oh, my mom's a coach. Um, Should I give you her number? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I got her number, got in a class, and then um, just coincidentally, like a few weeks after that, I auditioned for this. like a non-union voiceover thing through LA Casting, which is um, a website that actors are on to receive auditions. Um, And I showed up and um, it was really weird. There was no booth or anything like normal. We were on a live stage, um, almost like a comedy stage. (laughs) And they handed me a mic, and they told me to turn around and deliver the lines because they didn't want to see my face. (laughs) So I turned around, and I didn't realize the mic was still on. Um, And I looked down at my pants, and I I have a cat, so, you know, sometimes cat hair ends up uh, on my clothing. And I realized I had all this cat hair on my butt. And I said something under my breath about cat hair being on my butt, and... And I didn't mean for anyone to hear it, and I definitely didn't mean it as a joke, but the producer heard, and he busts out laughing. He was like, oh, my gosh, this girl's a comedian. She's so funny, huh? He's, like, laughing, and then the rest of the producers start laughing, and I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? And then they booked me for the job. (laughs) That was my first voiceover job, um, which kind of parlayed into me having an agent, and then I've just been doing it ever since.
0: And what is it about voiceover that made you want to pursue it, like, full-time?
1: while I, I've always been drawn to performance, obviously, I mean, even before on-camera um, I have a big background in dance. Um, and what I really loved specifically about performance and voiceover was um, you, there's a lot more uh, freedom and range in what you can do. Because on-camera is pretty limiting uh, to, to how you look, um, you know, your age, your hair color, um, how tall you are versus voiceover, you know, I can be a five-year-old little boy and then I'm a monkey. And then all of a sudden I'm like this villainess and then I'm a tree stump, you know, <laughs> like it can, you can really kind of go like more wild um, with your performance choices than you can in, on camera. Um, so I think that's what I love the most about voiceover.
0: And what is, what are some of your favorite archetypes?
1: Um, Well, just because, um, the way I sound, um, I naturally lean towards, like, youthful stuff. So, um, I love doing, like, little kid characters, like, especially the crazy ones, um, because who doesn't love a crazy little funny kid? Um, so I kind of lean towards that, um, but I also, I really love, um, like, the archetype of, like, the badass, like, female, like, warrior that you would see on, like, an anime show or in a video game. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think those would probably be my two favorites.
0: And what is it about like specifically the badass female, uh, heroine that draws you to that, uh, to that character, uh, character, uh, character archetype? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Sure>. Um, well, <laughs> um, I think, I don't know, like part of being an actor is like, you get to, you get to be all these things that like, you're not, and like, not to say I'm not about us, but you know, I, I don't do like martial arts or like I don't have like magical powers and I'm, I'm not like in real life, I'm like the opposite of a fighter. I just want to like love everything. So there's kind of something super fun about like being this character who like is confronta- confrontational and like fights and all that stuff and, and gets to be something that I'm completely not. And, and I just love that I get to play in that realm in voiceover.
0: And what are some of your favorite uh, uh, projects that you've worked on?
1: Um, I did a character in Paladins. Um, her name is Ray. Um, she's really fun because she's super sarcastic but adorable. Um, and I did. Uh, I'm in Cookie Run Kingdom, where I'm a depressed wid ink cookie, which is also <laughs> she really or they they are really cute. Um, And um, I've done. Let's see. Talk about my animation stuff. I'll just stick with those two. Let's make those my two of my top two projects that I've done that I really love.
0: Uh, Speaking of Cookie Run, how did uh, you get involved in that?
1: Um, It was really interesting uh, because I think uh, the the casting it was done by a couple different production companies. So I saw, I didn't really know what it was. Um, I did see like breakdown auditions for a game called Cookie Run, but then it was also auditioned through another company under a code name. So when I auditioned for it, I didn't know that I was auditioning for Cookie Run. Um, And um, you know, when you get those sides um, that are code named and then maybe there's a one-line descriptor of the character and two or three lines. Um, you really have no idea <laughs> what the genre is. Um, and because it's code named, you know, cookie, cookie run had already been released, but, um, cause it's code named, I don't know it's cookie run, you know? So, um, I auditioned for this random character, um, you know, uh, similar to squid ink cookie, um, depressed, <laughs> sniffling, crying, um, and uh, I think the original—I think I—it was actually an audition for Onion Cookie, um, because after I booked it, um, they're like, "Oh, you booked this project. Um, this is your character's name." And it was actually another code name. It was very secretive at the time. So like two different code names, and I was like, "Okay." But then when they played my audition, because I was like, "Oh, I didn't audition for this character," they played it, and it was the other audition of lines that I later found out were for Onion Cookie. So I think. They, um, and a lot of casting companies, they do this, like when they listen to your audition and they like your work, um, but they can't necessarily use you for that role. If a similar role comes, um, they'll just cast you in that. And I think that's what happened with me because Onion Cookie and Squid Ink Cookie are so similar, um, so yeah, and then I booked it, and we recorded it in one day, and I got to work with awesome people, and then I downloaded the game, I had never played the game, I downloaded the game, and I was like, I gotta unlock my cookie, so that when the English voice lines come out, I can play as myself, and um, then I became addicted to the game, because I get addicted to cell phone games very easily, and now I literally play Cookie Run, like, every day.
0: <laughs> oh, Same here. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, it backfired. I was like, I'll just download it so I can see myself. And now, yeah, literally every day. And I, of course, I had to, like, you know, main Squid Ink cookie. So that's the that's the little character on my kingdom um, avatar. And, um, you know, we have a good time.
0: <laughs> oh, you, uh, you actually got them. I don't have them yet. So
1: <laughs> I, did, I did. I got lucky because I, I unlocked them during the event, the Squid Ink cookie event
0: yeah i mean because that's how gotcha games work like you don't know which character you're gonna get you just like have to roll the dice every time and hope that you get the character you want
1: i know and that's how they get you that's how they get you to come back (laughs) you keep coming back to try and roll your character or a character that you want
0: no um it's it's a it's shockingly like one of those games where i went into this thinking that it's just going to be another mobile game i've played like Tons of mobile games, and they're all the same, really. They're just like, hey, here's this thing, you know, uh, here's this little mobile game. uh, Spend your time on it, basically. And a lot of them are pay-to-win. And I'm not going to be, like, saying that there aren't, like, pay-to-win elements in Cookie Run, because there are. But, you know, again, I I understand it a lot more when it comes to Cookie Run, because... You know, you gotta. It's it's a mobile game. They have to monetize it somehow, and that's fine. I understand how that how that how the business aspect of it works. But at the same time, it was never it was never a genre of gaming I was ever interested in. But because the cast for this game. Was so good. I was like, okay, I gotta listen to this at least.
1: Yeah, I was floored. When the cast came out, I was like, what the heck? Like, they got Courtney Taylor on this? Like, like Miss AAA video game. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god. And then all of these, like, huge anime voice actors which I thought was awesome I actually only recently got into anime I know I'm very late on the train but like now I'm like obsessed with anime um so I was like oh what the heck they really went full out and then Adventure Time was one of my favorite shows um at one point it's I still love it and I was like they cast Jeremy Shadow I was like we're in the same game this is so cool and I showed my mom and she was like cool because she doesn't really get in she doesn't know voiceover stuff <laughs> uh this is a good game
0: uh, which uh, outside of all the characters that that have been introduced so far, which one, which are the ones that are, that have been your favorites?
1: Um, okay, so my main squad, <laughs> my main squad is um, Milk Cookie, express, Espresso Cookie, Shark Cookie, Herb Cookie, and Squid Ink. Um, I don't have any like legendaries. I don't know how people get legendaries. I think it's like impossible to get. Um, but I feel like I, my, my team's real strong unless I go up against someone with like sea fairy cookie and then all of a sudden they suck. <laughs> I'm like, man.
0: Um, the only, uh, character I think gave me any trouble, ironically enough is, um, one of the characters that gave me trouble is, uh, ironically enough, your character, because I just can't, <laughs> oh my- I don't know how to deal with them whenever I, whenever I play like arena and. And the enemy squad has a squid ink. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how to, what, what strategy to, to, to go against when it comes to them.
1: I think he's powerful. It's just squid ink. I think doesn't have very good defense. So like, like sea cookie because Seafairy cookies attack is so powerful. Whenever I go up against a sea cookie, like my squid ink will die in the first or second hit. And then it's, and then I don't have, I don't have that like attack power anymore
0: and i got lucky uh because they're currently doing like two of the new cookies that have been released are have been mala, mala spice cookie and um Twizzly, uh, uh something i got so, both of them. <laughs> yeah i got i got both of those uh, both of them and they are very overpowered so <laughs> you know. I don't know. I honestly wouldn't have gotten as far as I as I'm as I'm currently at in the game without Mala, Mala Spice Cookie, because she's just like she is the one that you want in the front at all times, because she's just way too powerful sometimes.
1: I haven't leveled her up just because I don't I like run out of star jelly so fast. I just don't have I like I can't level my people or my cookies up like as fast as I want.
0: No, I'm constantly leveling them up because I'm constantly hoarding star jellies. <laughs> I, I, I'm constantly hoarding them. and um, But I, I think I have a problem when it comes to gems because I'm constantly spending gems on everything. And sometimes I look at the number of gems and I'm just like, oh, boy.
1: That's, and then, and then they, they put that little discount in your face. That's like, buy gems. And you're like, crap. <laughs> Don't tempt me.
0: It is really annoying because I don't. I still don't have any of the dark characters, and I kind of want some of the dark characters, especially like when you familiarize yourself with the game's lore. And believe me, this game has some crazy lore. <laughs> you kind of want to play as these characters because because it's like, hey, I really like the fact that Dark Choco Cookie is like one of the big antagonist and he has this uh, and he has this like big character arc and yet I don't have him on the squad and that kind of makes me sad I love
1: I love, I, I I got him I got him in my um uh the super mayhem cuz you know you have three teams for super mayhem He's on he's on one of my teams on
0: that one Oh, super mayhem is like probably the hardest mode in the entire game cuz it's like oh it's like regular arena combat nope you have to have three teams, and they have to be some of your best teams ever. Otherwise, you're just done.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very
0: difficult. And and it's kind of a problem for me because like I don't have I'm I only have like twenty something cookies, and the, you know, as with a lot of Gotcha games, like there are characters I have that I just don't use because I'm like they're just too lower tiered, and I'm just like I don't want to use them. <laughs> I already got like once you have like your perfect squad you're just going to stick to the perfect squad until like you unlock a more powerful character and that's kind of my yeah. biggest issue with the game so far is that you unlock a lot of these characters that you don't want that they just sit there that they just yeah. they don't do anything
1: Um if you play through the Tower of Sweet Chaos long enough there's some levels where like you're not allowed to use epic cookies and they force you to use like the rare or common ones, uh, which is interesting because I don't know. I don't want to waste star jellies on those, but then you have to, if you want to do the tower of chaos.
0: Oh, there's um, one uh, unlock tree where it's like, get gingerbread cookies level to like 30 or something. And I'm just like,
1: (laughs) <laughs> I don't
0: play gingerbread. I haven't played gingerbread since, like, what, a couple chapters ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not, I mean, he's, he, you know, he's he's a starter. And he's fine if you're just starting out. But as the game goes on you, when and you get, like, a better front, it's like, why, why do I need him anymore? You just don't. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially, like, I've seen a lot of people with, like, teams that have, like, Hollyberry, Sea fairy, and uh, Pure Vanilla Cookie, and it's like those are your 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 main support, your main attack, and your main defense. Everything else is fish bait.
0: And what's cool is like I got lucky enough to get a uh, Moon Rabbit early, and Moon Rabbit is great because she can play healer and um, de- defense, and you need yeah. that a lot. <laughs>
1: I know I have her too, but I just, I don't have the star jellies to build her up. Unfortunately. Uh,
0: and I got lucky when it comes to espresso cookie, cause I know that he's like already a fan favorite character and a lot of people want him and he's, yeah, yeah he is like, he's really good. But my problem with him is that he dies very quickly. So he yeah. kind of, you know, <laughs> he kind of needs to level up his health.
1: It's trade off, man. If you want that good attack, your defense sucks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like, he, yeah, he's good when it comes to attacking, but, you know, you need someone, you need a good healer, and yeah. I don't have any healers outside of, like, Angel Cookie and uh, Custard Cookie the Third, and I, and both of them yeah. are just not <laughs> not very good
1: characters. Yeah. You can run in that gotcha button as much as you can until um, you get herb or sparkling. But everyone uses herb if they don't have pure vanilla.
0: Oh, I played a team against that had herb, and I'm just like... Why does everyone have Herb except me? Because I want Herb. He's like the one of the best healers in the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, love him.
0: And I was kind of disappointed to find out that Mint uh, mint, uh, mint Chocolate Cookie was not a healer. He's just support. And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of lame.
1: I haven't met any support cookies that I feel like really complement any of my teams.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd think... Uh, Clover Cookie would be decent support. He isn't. He's actually pretty terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame, because, like, again, like one of my main my main issues with the game so far is that there are a lot of these, you know, different characters and character combinations, but at the same time, it has, like, a lot of problems that other gacha games have, and that once you unlock, like, really powerful characters, you're just going to end up using those characters. I mean, Twizzly... Twizzly, uh, uh Cookie is just so powerful when it comes to her range attack. It's like why, why do I need another range character? <laughs> She's like really yeah. good.
1: Best. isn't she considered one of the best range, like or, or the best range character? Is there a better one than her?
0: Okay. I don't know. I haven't played the game that that long to to yeah. find one. I mean, Beat Cookie, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tiger
0: Lily, but I haven't found Tiger Lily to be that powerful. I don't know. It just it's it's it is a game that requires like a lot of time and determinations, and sometimes like sometimes I'll spend entire sessions just like sitting around like upgrading, <laughs> upgrading. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, the castle. Uh, try, or trying to upgrade the castle, and that ah. takes. And that's another thing that takes like hours, <laughs> like trying to to upgrade the castle and and the the environment and like just trying to make room for more stuff because it's like oh man I don't I don't have room better spend gems trying to get <laughs> trying to get uh trying to get more stuff to to help me out
1: Yeah That's how they get ya
0: <laughs> Yep But no it is a really fun game and I kind of hope that with the with the re- um I mean, I think it's found a fandom. I mean, the fandom has been around for a while, but I again, I I haven't noticed it, noticed it until recently when they announced the English dub, and I, and like I said, the English dub was the reason I kind of, I kind of wanted to check this out because I'm like, wait a minute, this this cast is, sounds way too amazing for a mobile game.
1: Yeah, that's that's really fun too. Well, especially because usually like mobile games like this are usually like non-union jobs that don't require very many hours but i saw it's i was like oh it's a union job and it's a mobile game i was like interesting and then we had like good sessions for it and i was like oh and then the cast game the uh, sorry the cast list came out and i was like oh everything makes sense now they really they really pulled out all the stops for this game
0: (laughs) and I hope it continues to grow. I hope we get more characters and more people oh, yeah. joining the cast cuz there are still people I want to see in the game. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, if it's a union uh project, why not have all these other union actors in it?
1: Definitely. And 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 that's the way they're going to keep growing is by, you know, continuously adding more and more cookies and and that's how, that's how you keep people interested. People get bored of the same cookies.
0: Yeah, but but again, it's it's kind of a weird trade-off in that uh, some characters are better than others and the characters, once you have a really good character, there's no need to pull them out of, of the game and uh, out of your squad entirely. Unless you're playing like uh, three versus three, then you kind of need to, to, to really think about uh, putting together three teams that'll keep you going. But outside of that, really, you don't, <laughs> they just sit around like a lot of cookies, just sit around doing nothing like night yeah. cookie for example night cookie is i have not used him at all and i don't think i ever will cuz he just there I, I i like there's nothing for him. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and and um i have looked up some information about the game and uh, to my knowledge i don't know how people get the legendaries i have still yet to see anybody get any of the legendary <laughs> characters
1: Hollyberry was like an event, but it was like you had to really input a ton of time or a ton of money to get Hollyberry. Um, Seafairy and Pure Vanilla, I think, were released before I started playing Cookie Run. Um, but I heard that Fairy was also like there was like one event that you had to do where you could you had a higher chance of drawing her from the gotcha. Um, But now that those events are over, it's like the percentage of drawing a Legendary is so low. (laughs) It's like near impossible now.
0: Oh, especially it's sad when um, you look at Pure Vanilla and he's like, yeah, he's pretty much the best healer in the game. But no one has him because he's just a Legendary and you want him because, hey, he's voiced by Yuri Lowenthal and I kind of want that. That sounds awesome.
1: yeah
0: um so how long was the average session for cookie run?
1: Four hours?
0: Oh okay, so average session like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah four hours um, four hours well I, I don't know with games like this they always book four hours, but sometimes you don't you know you don't record you don't need that whole that whole four hours in a day, but they they like to book the maximum just in case just in case you need it.
0: Well, I can't imagine it taking four hours uh, considering that uh, Squid Ink doesn't really, you know, (laughs) have a lot of voice lines.
1: Yeah, Squid Ink doesn't appear in the main story, um, but, you know, we recorded a lot of lines that don't necessarily get used, you know? They just, they like to have options. Um, So, like, the amount of sessions I did, like, pales significantly compared to, like, you know ginger brave sessions or any of those you know those four five main wizard custard the ones that have that go through all the storylines you know
0: but but even then there are still segments of the game that aren't voiced so i don't know like yeah i I don't know like (laughs) it's it's weird that they would book like four hours for this when it's again a mobile game but you know teach their own i guess if you want you know, yeah. if, if you're hiring, if you're hiring union actors, I guess it's it's best to you know get the get the most out of uh, your time. I guess.
1: Yeah, well, because you have to pay the the union rate, and the union rate like for one day like includes the four hours, so you might as well like book the four hours if you're going to pay for it. You know.
0: And um, how do you feel? You know, since you play the game, like, how, does it feel weird hearing yourself in game?
1: Um, I know, I'm I. I feel like, uh, not weird. I still think it's cool. (laughs) I still think it's cool. I think it's cool when, when any of my voice stuff comes out. I'm more weird about seeing myself on camera where I'm like, oh, it's me. (laughs) It's my face. But I feel like in voiceover, you know, it's just me doing different voices and playing different characters. So it's more fun
0: cuz uh every time I bring this up uh, a lot of uh, people say that they can't stand listening to themselves so they r- rarely watch any of their stuff so it's it's very rare, rare when someone when i have someone on the show who's like yeah i watch my own stuff <laughs> i have no problem listening to myself
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i i, I don't mind it um I would rather like, – yeah, I would say just the same thing. It's more the on-camera stuff where I'm like, all right, I don't need to, like, watch my face <laughs> any more than I have to.
0: Yeah, because with on-camera, I think uh, – what was the old expression? The camera picks up every every movement. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be constantly looking at the body language and and the way you're emoting your, your lines. And it's like, ugh, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, 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 outside of, like, uh, Cookie Run, have you ever played any of the other video games that you've, uh, been on?
1: Um, I, don't mm, have I? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll download the games to play to try and find myself. I think that's always fun. So, like, um, in Wastelands 3, um... I that one was hard because I'm in the DLC and you can't unlock it unless you played it for a while. So that one, I like it was more me like kind of scrounging through YouTube to find myself. Um, and then there was Paladins, um, where I didn't play Paladins, but I actually had a friend who played Paladins a lot, so I just hung out with him. And, and then when my character came out, I like watched him play as me. Um, I I'm I'm in Genshin too, but I literally I've I've voiced so many NPCs, I can't remember any of their names. <laughs> so, I I didn't bother with Genshin. I because A, I feel like once I download it, I'll get really addicted. It just seems like one of those games that would suck up all my time. And then B, um the world is so big that I don't know if I would be successful finding myself within a timely manner versus like like squid ink cookie and cookie run like I was like okay I download the game and I just have to unlock my character like it's much more clear um than it would be in Genshin um I downloaded Shadowverse um unlocked my character pretty quickly actually once I did um but once I lo- unlocked my character um I didn't play anymore because I'm not super drawn to uh card-based games normally um so I was like okay uh and then Fantasy Star online two. um i never downloaded it <laughs> but i heard myself in the trailer and i was like okay that's cool
0: <laughs> well i mean as long as you hear yourself in in the game it's like yeah that's 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 all there is to it really you don't need more confirmation than that really and
1: then i can show people i can show you know, like my mom and my friends and because not everyone's a gamer um, but at least I can show them, you know, they can, I can tell them and then I can show them like what I worked on, which is always nice.
0: What was the most fun session you've had?
1: Mm, the most fun session? Um, I did a session, I've done a bunch of, uh, toy voices. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of, some of my favorite sessions have been ones where I can be like a creature where there aren't any like English lines, but like there's like some weird like scene happening, but you can only emote in like creature noises, um, which is very challenging, very sweaty work, because you're doing all these weird things to your body and your voice and your throat and your stomach to make these funny noises. Um, But they're always really fun and and rewarding afterwards. Um, So I like sessions like those. Um, And then also sessions anytime, um, it's very rare nowadays, but anytime you have a session where you get to do a group record, I've been able to do a couple of those um through a few networks and it's just so cool to you know I'm I'm fairly new in this industry I kind of like this year was kind of like my breakout year I would say um I I booked a bunch of stuff that's still under NDA I'd love to talk to you about it but I can't but because of these projects I've got to work with like these big names and and voiceover and it's just so awe-inspiring for me to like literally be in the room with them and like watch them work and then be able to like play off of them and like act with them. I think that's been like the best part of this year. And I learned so much and I just think it's so much fun to do that.
0: And what was that pre, uh, pre or uh, post pandemic?
1: Um, I, the, most of my bookings have come during the pandemic. Um, and the, the reason is like the pandemic really forced a lot of people who are in voiceover to either be serious or don't be serious about it. Because if you were like kind of in voiceover, like I was, you know, like I was doing it, but I didn't have a home setup, you know. I would just go into studio to record. But like once the pandemic hit and all the studios shut down, it's like you either had to level up your home setup or you had to stop working because all of a sudden it was required that you could record from home, have broadcast quality equipment, know how to edit and send things in, um, et cetera, et cetera, know how to use certain programs like Source Connect and and all these things that are necessary now. Um, so the pandemic kind of like. I feel like I hulked up during the pandemic. Um, And then now because I have all this stuff at home, um, like the show I'm on right now, like everything is recorded from home. Um, Cookie Run, I recorded from home. Like all these big, big projects I'm doing, a lot of them I record from home and I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't, um, you know, have the stuff I have that I only got during the pandemic.
0: And uh, do you prefer recording from home versus, or do you prefer in-studio?
1: Um, honestly, 50, 50, like home, home is more comfortable in the sense where like, you know, I literally like can wake up, get out of bed, drink some tea and like walk into my booth and record. Um, so it's a good, like lazy option. Um, I don't have to wear pants, you know, like it's that classic zoom, everything is just shoulders up. Um, but you know, at home, Uh, when you're recording on your own, you have to engineer yourself. You know, you're the one controlling your mic gain. So like if you're doing acting or something very physical, like when video game work, you know, if you have to do a scene where you're like running up a mountain and you have to scream, fall and be like, and then talk in a normal voice, like all of that requires different microphone gain adjustments. So while you're acting, you're engineering yourself. So I feel like you can't be as fully in the moment because part of your brain's always like, okay, so you have to like operate the equipment versus like in studio, the engineer's doing that completely for you. So you can hundred percent focus on the acting. And then in studio, um, it's, it's less hot than, than a voiceover booth at home. Cause, uh, most people like me at home have like some sort of like four by four give or take voiceover booth. Um, and I can't run my, uh, like ac or fan while i'm in it because i don't want the microphone noise to bleed um so i just you know it's a, it's a sweaty job at home but in the studios the ac is always on full blast and it's completely silent so it's just less sweaty <laughs> uh,
0: plus when you're in the studio you don't have to worry about gain the engineers already took care of that for you
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly
0: um out of all the jobs you've done, which one, which, which role was the most challenging for you?
1: Challenging. Um, I will say Wastelands 3 was challenging because, um, because of my voice is high and I tend to do a lot of like kid stuff or like cute, cute girl stuff. Um, Wastelands 3 was the first booking I had where I kind of had to use like, I call it, I call it my big, my big girl voice. I'm like, oh, everything is down here. And I like speak really deep into my diaphragm. And then uh, I played a lot of like cult members um, where if you play the game, there's like cult members who are obsessed with like holy radiation and they like inject themselves with radiation and they go into battle and they're like screaming because they're torturing themselves. So in that session, there was so much yelling, Um, you know, all your classic video game efforts of like being electrocuted, being set on fire, um, like, throwing a grenade and yelling over explosion sounds so I they only booked me for two hours because it was going to be very vocally stressful but about an hour 30 in my voice just disappeared I had never done a session like that before that was so intense um, like that and the director, the director was, he was super nice and, about it. Like I was trying to go through the full two hours. Um, cause you know, I was like, Oh, I don't want them to think that I'm like bad at this. But the director was like, Hey, you know what? Like, let's just stop for today. Like your voice sounds really puckered out. Like it's okay. We can totally pick this up another time. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Thank you. Bless you director. Bless you. <laughs> um, so that was really hard. I couldn't speak like for oh, 24 hours, I had to, like, chug all this throat coat tea afterwards. I've never had to strain my voice so badly before. Um, so that was really difficult for me.
0: Well, uh, those games are... Any game that requires that amount of efforts is automatically going to be very vocally damaging. And if yeah. you're going to go into something like that, be prepared for for, for a very <laughs> stressful session.
1: I know and and mentally I was but I just I had never done it before so I kind of had to like reach my limit to know where my limit was if you know what I mean um and now I'm doing another video game um that's under NDA but they booked me for 30 sessions and about a third of them are going to be the that type of vocal work so i have um i have that to look forward to i'm very excited but also like okay like i gotta strategize this time i to make myself last last the full session
0: uh, i take it's gonna be another case of oh we need we have a bunch of npcs that we need uh, uh a lot of dying sounds for you're yeah, it definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely gonna be a lot of dying this game that's for sure <laughs> <laughs>
0: But hey, I mean, it is it is fun uh, looking back at those types of games and thinking, oh, I, I remember that session. That was painful.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Makes the game sound good. <laughs> I definitely remember those sessions.
0: Um, I, uh, do you uh, keep up with any of the current stuff that's coming out? Like, what are some of the projects that you're currently keeping up with?
1: Um, you mean like just any unreleased? things that have voiceover in them
0: uh, uh just any voiceover like tv shows games like anything that's currently out like do you keep up with the ever-changing world or you just go with the flow when it comes to vo, VO?
1: um i would say <laughs> again like a half answer like here and there so like i have you know i follow i see deadline articles being posted on facebook and, and on my linkedin and I'll read about them, and then, you know, some of my favorite producers that I follow on Twitter, you know, they're always developing projects that they'll announce, and, and I'll look into those, but I'm not one to, like, kind of, like, watch the animation or video landscape like a hawk, you know? Like, I'm usually not the first to find out about something, but I'll find out about it eventually. Um, like, I was on Netflix the other day, and I saw there was, like, a new animation show called, like, Maya and the Three, I think. And it looks so cute. I was like, how did I not know that this was like in development and getting released this year because it looks adorable and I want to watch it. Um, so that one was like, I was surprised. And so shows or video games that like that do come out where it is new to me um, or like uh, Inside Job just dropped on Netflix. I had no idea that that was in development, that that was about to be dropped. Um, but I only knew about it because one of my friends is in it and he, he booked a role in it. So I watched it because I knew he was going to be in it. And I was like, wow, this show is really good.
0: <laughs> oh who, who was he
1: um Darius Johnson um he plays like one of the neighborhood kids in episode five oh
0: um, that's that's pretty cool in the 80s episode that's that's a pretty cool yeah, one yeah,
1: yeah. He's, he's like the there's like one black kid that's him <laughs>
0: <laughs> he keeps calling calling me Tyrone <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was actually a surprise hit I I actually went into that show not expecting it to be as good as it was, but it's really good. And I yeah. want to see a second season. So if you have a Netflix subscription, please support that show because it's really good.
1: Yeah, it's really good. There's there's a lot of like, I feel like adult animation, especially there's been a lot of pilots for those coming out this year. So we can expect like a huge explosion and specifically like that area of voiceover, I would say in the in the coming years.
0: But uh, are there any specific projects that you that are currently out that you want to get in on before you know the show's over or whatever?
1: Um. Well, yeah. So I guess like my favorite shows, um, which are all very difficult to get onto, because a lot of them don't even cast. They just use their their they use celebrities or just, they use their regular cast for multiple voices. So like shows like Bob's Burgers, um, or. Uh, am I thinking of? American Dad, Big Mouth, like those types of adult animation shows. Um, I also, I mean, you know, and there's like the iconic ones, uh, like, like I would love to be on some sort of Disney show. I haven't booked any Disney shows, but like shows like Owl House and Amphibia. I love that style, that 2D style of drawing animation. Um, I think it's really beautiful and classic and those shows are so funny. Um Yeah. Probably those.
0: Well, you never know. <laughs> Some someday a, an audition might come down the pipeline, and they pick you for it. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, is there like where where can people find you online?
1: Um, so um, I'm easily searchable because it's uh, all my usernames are the same. <laughs> it's just um, at the Courtney Lynn. Um, Lynn is L I N it's the Asian spelling. I am Asian, <laughs> um, not L Y N N. Um, and that's for Twitter and Instagram, um, which I am more active on Instagram, but I'm trying to be better about being active on Twitter. So.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for taking the time off to do this. And if, and as always, if you ever want to come back, you know where to find me.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Um, this was such a pleasure and such a surprise. So thank you.
0: All right, take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.